Hey, you are listening to The Back Porch. I'm your host, Kylie Joe, and I love hearing people's passions, stories, and their purpose in a real and authentic way. So grab a cup of coffee and get ready. In today's episode, I interview someone who has gone through divorce at such a young age, and we talk about how God redeemed that and gave her a story to share. She is about to be a mom to a baby girl, all the while being a well-known photographer in Minneapolis. Oh, and also, she's my sister. Proud moment. Cue tears. Please check her out on Instagram at her beautiful pictures. Her handle will be in the notes below. I hope you enjoy this conversation with the one and only Rachel Thompson. Okay, so I'm here with Rachel. We're not in the same place. We're actually in t- an hour and a half away from each other. And she is my sister and one of my best friends from life, of course. And so we're just going to kind of jump in and we're going to start talking about her redemption story. And it is one of the best stories I've heard. So I'm so excited to have her on as my first guest. Um, okay, Rach. So tell me kind of about, you know, how you got divorced. I think it was 21 years old and where you went from there after that. Yeah. I'm starting right out of the gate. Um, yeah. (laughs) by the way, hello everyone. I'm honored to be on this podcast and just so, um, excited and proud of my sister for stepping out on a limb and just doing what she loves. She absolutely thrives talking. So (laughs) this is perfectly Kylie. So I just love it. Um, yeah, so back to your question. Um, so I was married at 19, freshly 19, and um, married for 14 short months. Um, and I ended up being divorced by the time I was 21. And um, it's there's a lot that goes into that, which we don't need to get into today. But um, the Lord truly just led me out of that relationship for more reasons than one. Um, there was just a lot going on behind the scenes. Um and truly just the the speak of of redemption in this case is is who I was becoming in that marriage and who um, I became as the Lord didn't really rule in my life. Um, it was definitely not the Lord. It was definitely Satan ruling in my life and um, 100% believing that, you know, I wasn't in that marriage for the right reason um, and that I was just on a completely different path than the Lord had for me. Um, so the posture of my heart in in this redemption story had to become at a very fast pace, um, basically arms wide open saying, okay, Lord, whatever you have for me, I'm all in. And when you're married and you think you're going to spend the rest of your life with this person and you have a lot of crap going on in your marriage, um, and a lot of hurt happening all the time. Um, it's hard to have that posture. And so it literally took the Lord. I call it, he rescued me like, picked me out of the pit and said you're coming with me now now's the day um and again that led to from a lot of things but um coming out of that um you know some people would think I think I thought maybe I'll just heal immediately and I'll be completely fine um but that's that's kind of why the Lord had certain things happen is that I would heal and that I would walk with him through it Mm -hmm. um and at the time, just feeling a lot of emotions um, at the start of all of this, after I turned 21, it was like, okay, I've been 
you know, felt alone in this marriage this whole time, a lot of these emotions, and then, like, mixing with just, like, I want to get the heck out of anywhere that I am right now, I want to get away from everybody that I know, feeling kind of rebellious a little bit at first, um, and then also just kind of feeling like I I don't know what to do, you know, so just needing sure. a lot of direction. Um, so... Um, yeah, just basically going from I'm on the absolute wrong path to how do I get on a right path? Um, so I ended up landing a job in Minneapolis. Um, I don't even know how many months after everything kind of went down. I moved in with my parents and started there. I still had a full time job. So moved in with my parents, kind of just starting to figure out what the next next chapter looked like for me. Um, and I ended up just applying to random retail jobs because that was the only background I really had. Um, Landed a job at a random yoga clothing store in downtown Minneapolis, <laughs> um, and I said I'll take it. And I I moved within like a month. Um, my dad probably thought it was insane because I didn't have any money, and I just mm-hmm. had a desire to like move on. Um, and he could he saw that in me, and um, I knew that my parents supported me, my sister supported me, which a huge which is a huge part of everything too. Um, but I just needed to to do things on my own. Um, so anyway, so landed a job. I found my first apartment in uptown Minneapolis in a tiny little studio. Um, and <laughs> just said, here we go. I mean, as Kylie mentioned earlier, like we shared a room since I was came home from the hospital until she left for college at 18. And so and then I was married and obviously shared a room then and then went from yeah. that to being on my own completely. So it was a lot of culture shock for me. Um, right. And a lot of motion shock (laughs) right and like because you move I mean for us it was like okay she just got divorced this is crazy but like I also from my perspective I was like so proud of you to like move on and you needed to get the heck out of our small town like that was where it was like like go be Rachel learn who you are because you I mean you dated that guy since high school so like yeah you needed to know who Rachel was again and so it just is like I was just so, I mean, thinking back to those days where I'm like, dang, this girl moved into her own apartment all by herself, 21 years young. Like, <laughs> how did you, like, how did you find, I know you kind of talked about your emotions. Like, how did you find your community at that point? Um, yeah, that's an interesting question. I, even in Mankato when I lived there, um, and as I was married, I just didn't have a solid group of friends. Um, when I got divorced, I crawled back into the realm of my high school friends because that's all that I knew and that was fine mm-hmm. at the time, but definitely just not life-giving and um things that you know I needed at the time was people to support me and not just like act like nothing happened um and that's kind of what was happening with friendships in Mankato and um so as I moved up to Minneapolis I didn't know anybody um I knew Sam who is weirdly my husband now um (laughs) he was up at law school um and so I connected with him night and um he's you know just he's a very social man so he's like you should come to all these hangouts just trying to kind of get me involved um so I met a lot of his friends um that were in law school with him there was one girl that um worked at like the apartment building that he worked that he lived at um so very random community um nothing that was again life-giving um I don't want to say that about everyone that group but um you know, yeah, just trying to find, I didn't know who I was. And so then it's right. like, you know, and our dad has always told us you are the combination mm-hmm. and the the average of the five people that you surround yourself with. And so looking back at it, definitely not a strong community. Um, 
sure. which was which is challenging when you're trying to heal and figure out what the heck just happened <laughs> yeah oh my gosh right because you because like how long I can't remember how long were you single like how long not single since divorce but like when you moved up there how many months was it before you were like okay I need like somebody in my life to like be my partner you know like Gosh, I need somebody yeah. to go along I don't even know um I had I had changed jobs pretty quickly maybe like six months in I don't even remember how long I worked at that place um and got a different retail job and ended up meeting a girl named Kirsten who um was totally the Lord's intervention um mm-hmm. she were, we heard I'm a very similar love Jesus which I hadn't met anyone up there that really loved Jesus <laughs> that much um so I don't know. I mean, I think in that friendship, like we talked every single day, I hung out any second that we could. Um, mm-hmm. And that friendship really got me on a better path of, of, you know, valuing friendships. But I don't know. I can't tell you how long I couch hopped for a while before I even found my apartment. So it, I don't know. Right. It must have been, I don't know, maybe three to six months of just kind of lollygagging. Yeah. Cause I remember, so I want you to share a story that I kind of already know, but I want you to share this because like, this was the moment that I was like, oh my gosh, Rachel's like back. Like I remember, cause I, cause like, let's be real. Like just to tell my listeners, like when you were with your ex, it was like, where is Rachel? And like, yeah. it was super, it was like, okay, this is it. This is who Rachel is forever. Like Rachel's, it was like your light was gone. I don't know how else to describe it. I'm mm-hmm. gonna start crying. So I'm sorry already. But like when you, when you it's like you you got divorced you moved to the cities you found some friends that just were like they were friends like you just needed people to be around you know and they Mm -hmm. weren't necessarily Jesus followers and I remember you had you have a you have your breaking point like what was that moment of like okay I need to stop living this way and like follow Jesus again yeah um yeah I don't even mention crying and I'm gonna start um <laughs> we get it from our mom it's awful yeah um, God, we can't even see each other right now that's, yeah, usually, right. The, that's usually what happens <laughs> totally good thing we can't see each other we just right? that's what I said. <laughs> um but yeah so that was a huge huge point and I think you know you you mentioned that you know my light was gone and um I didn't know who I was either um and that was all you know, back when I was in Mankato. And then even when I got to the cities, I just, I really struggled to find who Rachel was and, and where Mm -hmm. I'd gone, you know, it was like, I'm, you know, I can preach it now that your identity is in Christ, but like, I had no idea back then what that even looked like and who God even said I was, you know, like I was at such a low place of identity that I didn't even know. And so, um, we were out this this is on July 3rd I remember it like it was yesterday my gosh it was wow yeah we were gonna go um I think I had I don't know I had July 4th planned so that's the only reason I remember that but um anyways we were out at some bars near my apartment um with some of the the community I was hanging out with and there's a few random people there and um kind of friends of friends I remember mm-hmm. sitting at this place I wasn't having any alcohol that night just because I wasn't feeling up to it and whatever we're just hanging out with friends and um I the gravelly girls well both of our names are not gravelly anymore but we used to be gravelly girls right um I have this like button that if you push it it's like not gonna be great and that button looks for it looks different for all of us and my button was very mm-hmm. much like talking lowly about <laughs> women or things like that and um really so... I never would have known. yeah right <laughs> so bad I have control over it now but back yeah, then yeah. I did not thank you um, Jesus <laughs> yeah <laughs> um 
And so, anyway, so long story short, we're sitting at this table, and this guy that I do not know, I don't even know his name, um, comes over and starts talking about women in just a very, like, derogatory way. Um, uh-huh. Basically, like, pieces of meat and just very, like, oh, my gosh, it just pushed my hot button so bad. And I'm really <laughs> sitting there thinking, I definitely didn't think before I spoke, um, but just yeah. thinking, like, there's got to be more to life than talking about these things and just like this guy like I said to him things that I needed to say to myself so like I feel like it was totally the Holy Spirit being like yeah you need like you're realizing this from the outside looking in at this person like it's actually happening interior to you nothing about women but just like Mm -hmm. living my life in a certain way and so (laughs) I said to him like I can't remember what I said but basically ripped his head off with my words and (laughs) I remember Sam was there and he just stared at these huge eyes like are you done and um Mm -hmm. I made this guy feel so embarrassed which was so rude but now I'm looking back just being like I just totally needed to like get that out of my system so that um you know so that I I could hear it myself and it was basically just saying like there's more like there's more to life than what you're doing right now and the people that you're surrounding yourself with and all these things mm-hmm. and so I remember walking back to my apartment and and like crying in the street just like complete breakdown Sam was with me which is so cool wow. now I'm married um yeah and just being like I need community like I I didn't even know I needed it but it was like at that moment just being like I need real friendships I need people to lift me higher Um, this Mm -hmm. is just like a weight that's been just like I'm dragging it around continually Um, and you have to keep in mind like my past marriage there was a lot like the hot button kind of got formed because of my past marriage um, with women Mm -hmm. and so for me it was just very still really fresh so I was just like having an absolute breakdown (laughs) but in a good way I think it was the Holy Spirit kind of knocking on my heart a little bit like where are you going to find community other than bars you know like obviously Mm -hmm. find something different so um that was kind of my breaking point I remember calling my dad the next few days and he you know he'd check in with me pretty often and so we were on the phone and he could hear it in my voice that something was different and he was actually giving me a call to like tell me like hey I think some of the things that you're doing right now like living your life aren't gonna like benefit you in the future and so he was kind of ready to have like a hard conversation with me and I was like (laughs) yeah you're never gonna guess what happened and like where we're where we're at like where we're going to church this weekend all these things and yeah. so he he loves telling us just see the shift like it's right it's, she's wow. coming back around Rachel's coming back and so um yeah that was kind of my it's funny that you saw it too you know um oh yeah I mean I, I can't even describe to you the difference we saw in you mm-hmm. like it was just and then you okay so then like you find this community at this church which by the way is like one of the coolest churches I've ever been to <laughs> up in you know up in the cities yeah. and um it's just like I to see the way that like you've transformed since joining not just the church but like that community and you found your you found your family up there mm-hmm. so you know like that's like your family of friends which is huge and the fact that like now you're pregnant. It's like, it's just so cool for me to sit here and even your other sisters too and go, Rachel is so blessed right now. Mm-hmm. And like to see where you've come from, it's just like, it's insane. And so I know this is like not the greatest transition, but like, <laughs> I want you to kind of share about like where, um, I know you like, of course, you know, you hung out with Sam pretty quickly after you moved up there, but like, how did you, like, how has this marriage slash like now about to have a baby, mm-hmm. like, how has that 
like helped you or like helped redeem you and heal you from your past experiment experience experiment <laughs> experience that was not an experiment i would never do no that. it was not <laughs> that's awesome experience yeah. yeah um that's awesome um yeah, you know, it's it's super weird to say, but like Sam and I have reflected a lot as he walked he watched me walk through the hardest season of my life. Um and you mm-hmm. know, those of you that don't know me or him, like he was a part of my community and me and Kato as well. Um that's why he was my only friend mm-hmm. up here that I kind of already knew. Right. And so, um the hardest season of my life and he didn't know details of it, but he knew something was wrong, just as in, as, as everybody mm-hmm. around me did. Um and so we, we reflect on that a lot. And I think, which is the coolest thing that the Lord's told me, I think about saying, I was like, he was part of my healing for you. And like, if I didn't wow. have, yeah, like if I didn't have Sam holding my hand and encouraging me and challenging me and letting me just scream and cry sometimes, like through my healing process, um, it would have been, mm-hmm. I think it would have looked a lot different. I think there's things that come to mind that I probably would have done a lot differently, like got on dating apps and probably got involved in some not right. great friendships wow. and relationships and things like that, because I just wanted to seek that somewhere else, you know, and like feel loved by somebody yeah. else. And um, so I just think having Sam and both of us, as you kind of talk about church, but I, we found this church together um, and mm-hmm. we've been in community. We joined a life group together immediately um, and just kind of said, like, mm-hmm. if we're going to do this community thing, right let's do it together and like dive right in. But um, so anyways, as it's become our marriage and now we're having a baby and all these yeah. things, um, it's just crazy to think that Sam has like been a part of it the entire time. And it's right. Super crazy, super weird. But like can say on that is like, Lord knows, like he just, yeah. you know, in, in your life at the right time. And I see just like, I know the Lord is so faithful um right you know in in providing with him um things like that but um yeah I think as our marriage now like at first I had a lot of trigger points of um Mm -hmm. you know being really crazy about like trusting him being around other women um things like that that just like very hot triggers that we had to walk together and just be like completely honest with each other about how we're feeling in those moments um and when I'm feeling uncomfortable with something like just getting it out of me instead of like letting me bottle Mm -hmm. it up um things like that and that was like pretty early in our in our relationship but um yeah I mean he's just simply accepted me and loved me through it but also like if we didn't have a community challenging us together we wouldn't be Mm -hmm. the people that we are today um there was a story that sticks out that like, you know, we spoke community and like we found a great life group and friends up here, but it wasn't just like easy friendships either. You know, like these people right. challenged me, which I had never experienced before. They'd asked me questions. They'd made me be vulnerable that I wanted to just like puke every time I went to life group. So <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. Like it's too much. And mm-hmm. um, there was one couple that we met up with, um, Alex and Brie Cruz, <laughs> um, which yeah. is still friends with them. But um they they basically were like tell, tell us your story how'd you guys meet and that's kind of when it all starts <laughs> of like oh gosh like how far do we go into the story and mm-hmm. this particular time we ended up telling them our entire entire story which included my divorce and um I was so shaky and like crying just like they had obviously probably saw me that I had not shared this with anybody yet 
And right. um, the first thing that they say after we're done talking is Alex looks at me and he goes, you need to like use your story well. He's like, that yeah. is like Jesus written all over it. And mm-hmm. he doesn't want you to be ashamed of that story. And it like that has stuck with me since that day that he said it. And mm-hmm. I think that's just like the posture of our heart as we've as we've developed in our marriage of just like use your story well. Like we talk about this baby girl yeah. coming into our world and it's like I we want her to know that like what yeah. we walked through and like maybe not till she's like 15 but you know just yeah. like, things like that where it's like I'm never going to be ashamed of what the Lord did in my life because look where I am now and it's like his faithfulness mm-hmm. is so good and so true and it's you know it's it's things that have happened in my life and I'm sure everybody has this or it's like why did that happen why did I have to walk through that or like why did I get here you know like you talked about like moving to Mankato and it was very uncomfortable for you like why and I'm sure you can just see the Lord's faithfulness in it in something you know so oh my gosh it's so cool to like hear like I never really thought twice about like like, I always known you've known Sam since you were married before, mm-hmm. but, like, I never thought about, like, how God put you and put him in your life for every possible reason. Like, right. what? It's just crazy I know. how God works that way. Like, it's just, it's insane. Like, God's like, no, you're with the wrong one, Rachel. Like, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta be with this one. Yeah. You'll get it's, it. You'll get it someday. I promise. <laughs> seriously, I know. And, Jeez, yeah. So- and even just like with Sam, like I've never, we've never once doubted each other. Like even when we were dating, like you said, like we hung out pretty quick after. And yeah. some people may look at a timeline of that and be like, what the heck? You know, like how did that even happen? Right. And we've just never once doubted each other that we were in each other's life for a reason. And I'm not going to be ashamed of that. You know, like yeah. it, right. it's one of these things where like we've just, I don't know, we've just known. <laughs> and it's been a blessing yeah. because now we're like becoming parents and, you know, we're not a perfect marriage at all, but um, it's been a journey and it's been how the Lord designed marriage. And I think for me, part of my redemption story, like I, I, I could have been single now. I could have just been like walking through a different, different chapter or whatever, like I wanted mm-hmm. to do. And instead mm-hmm. the Lord's like, no, I'm going to like redeem your heart on marriage and show you how beautiful it can be. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I have wonderful examples in my, in my parents and in my sister's marriages, like I have great examples of like a strong marriage with kids, all those things. So I'm very fortunate to have that, but it's like, I just feel like the Lord personally, that was another lesson that he's like, <laughs> lessons just keep on coming. So I remember when you told me that story and you don't have to go into details of this, but you were sitting in that like small group. I think it was with like young couples or young adults of some sort. And the Holy Spirit was like, you need to share your story. And it was like, you didn't share your full story, but I remember you kind of put it off and then you shared it. And there ended up being like a girl going through divorce in that room. Was that what this, is that what it was? Um, yeah, we had, that was part of our first life group we ever attended. Um, and it was just like a gut feeling. It's like the worst, not the worst feeling, but it is a crappy feeling where you're like, I don't want to say it. And you're like, (laughs) fine, I'll say it. And she was like, me too. You know, like she was going through stuff. And so um it led to us just being able to talk and connect and and pray for each other in those ways and you know there's something about somebody saying you're not alone I've been there um yeah you know stuff like that and it's just you know if someone were to come up to me during my story of that kind of part of my story I would have been like what you know like blown away and just like felt a little bit of a sense of relief um well you it's just god has used you with this story already yeah he was right 
Yeah. Yeah. It's been amazing. And I think that's just such a, like a, a testament to just who God is, is, you know, it's, he's not just someone that's like, I know you're going to walk through this pain in your life and it's going to be hard, but like, as long as you run towards me, it's going to be fine. And then it's over. Yeah. It's like, he, he allows us to have memories of things, mm-hmm. you know, like people, some of my best friends asked me, like, do you remember back when you were married to what, like specific situations that happen in those moments and I can immediately feel it of like I yes I know exactly how I felt and it like makes me so like ever but it's like I fully believe like the Lord allows us those memories to be like I'm going to use you with this you know like it's not because I want you to feel that pain again but it's because I want you to remember where you've come and I also want you to use it and you know stuff like that so yeah yeah, it's it's been a a blessing to be used um and to to be able to share my story and 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 connect with women that's been a whole nother thing like when I was married like I didn't have any friends and a lot of that was Mm -hmm. just because I couldn't open up and I couldn't be vulnerable with anybody because someone was telling me not to and I just there's a lot of stuff going on Mm -hmm. that like I was the furthest away from who I was that mm-hmm. you know I've ever been I was a stranger if I looked at her now and um yeah you know so it's just cool to to remember those things and and be able to to connect with women and and feel friendship in that you know like I was so alone and lost and and to feel mm-hmm. friendship now even with a stranger is just crazy well praise the lord praise so the good glad. lord <laughs> praise the good lord okay so before we end, I have a question that I'm going to ask every interviewer, interviewee because, cool. and I haven't prepared you for this, so I'm putting you in the hot seat. <laughs> okay. If you could choose a phrase for your mirror every day to see, what would it say? Ooh. And I got it right now. Um, <laughs> uh, live in grace and walk in love. Um, yeah. That is that. something that Bob Goff actually said in a sermon and it like, I want it like tattooed on my body somewhere as a reminder, cause I love it so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just to live yeah. in grace, walk in love. And like today I got really angry in the car because the car ahead of me was being such a ding dong in my head. And I was like, is this <laughs> what Jesus would do? Absolutely not. Calm down. You know, like no. just little things <laughs> like that, or like, you know, with children, just becoming a mom, like living grace, walk in love, like just having that yeah. run through your bloodstream every single day. It's a good reminder. Yeah, right? girl. You're going to need a lot of grace. Yeah. Mom. yeah. Also, I mean, as a wife too, we need to give our husbands a lot of our grace and ourselves a lot of grace. I'm yes. Learning. Yes. But, um, well, I'm so glad you're my first honorary interviewee on my first part like my new podcast i'm so excited about it and as you can tell i keep tripping over my words because i'm like way too stoked right now I'm excited and um i'm excited if you enjoyed today's episode it would mean a lot to me if you would like comment share or subscribe feel free to follow me on instagram at kylie joe silva also please send me people who you think should share their story with the world Thanks for tuning in.